Welcome back. Peter Mullen, Tuesdays roll around pretty quickly and it's time for another health and wellbeing. Now, you've got a special guest that'll be joining us on the phone in a little while. One of your special friends. Oh, hang on. Let's try that. There you go, Peter. Give it a go. <laughs> Today, Whoops. Mark, you and I will be joined by a very special friend of mine, Lee Holmes. Lee's a nutritionist and author of the Supercharged... Um, recipe and cookbook series. So today we'll be talking about her book, um, Supercharged Food for Kids, and particularly why our kids aren't eating the way that they should be. Oh, that's easy. Mum and Dad take them through, uh, th- through drive-thrus. That's, that's a possibility. <laughs> that's a possibility. <laughs> I love the name of the, this program. We've entitled it Lee Supercharged. She is supercharged. Yeah. She's a supercharged individual. Yes, good morning, Lee. Good morning. How are you? How lucky! How lucky are Dana and I to get to speak to you twice in a couple of weeks. That is fantastic. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> now, this morning, um, just before we start talking about kids' health, um, just you've written an incredible series of books, um, supercharged foods and recipes, and all sorts of wonderful stuff. What sort of prompted you to actually write these books in the first place? Um, in the first place, well, I actually am a nutritionist and I'm also a chef. And for me, I kind of got really into writing books when I had my own sort of health issues with an autoimmune problem with Crohn's. Yeah. And um, I started to just really get back into the kitchen and look at really simple recipes and simple things to eat. I didn't know I had Crohn's at the time because it took me so long to get diagnosed, but I was really looking at gut-friendly sort of recipes and that's where I started and I really improved my health. And it was a lot to do with what I was eating at the time as well. Yeah, look, it's a, it's, it is incredible, isn't it, how much our diets have changed over the, the period of time. And today um, I was keen to talk with you about um, one of your books, Supercharged Food for Kids, and particularly why our kids aren't eating the way that they should be. Mm. Um, one of the things that I've noticed, um, Lee, is that our kids' health um, is not what it used to be. You know, from when I was a kid, you know, maybe a fair long time ago, um, with the increased incidence of allergies. You know, we're seeing so many kids these days having allergies to foods such as nuts, um, increased use of antibiotics, increased use of medication to treat mood and behavioural issues. What are, what are your thoughts on, on maybe what you've noticed or why you think our kids' health might not be what it used to be? I have noticed the rise of, obviously, obesity and asthma and allergy-related issues with kids. And I think that a lot of it has to do with the food that we're eating. And, you know, we're, a lot of us have a very highly processed food diet. And I think one of the main things is, are the artificial colors and preservatives that they put into kids' foods, especially these days, that definitely affect their mood and behavior. I think that a lot of mums and dads are both in the workforce these days. It's really hard to make healthy choices. And it's easy for people just to reach for more convenient options. And a lot of those convenient options, unfortunately, do have a lot of those sort of artificial colours and flavours and preservatives in them. But definitely I think the, there's rising incidences of obesity and definitely asthma. I think it's doubled in the last 10 years. And I think another thing that's really on the rise with kids these days is eco-anxiety. And that is, you know, a lot of anxiety about the environment and the planet and that kind of thing too. So definitely there's a lot of things for kids to be anxious about these days. Yeah, look, it's one thing I'm seeing a lot more in practice too is this rise in um, anxiety and, you know, seeming to start from much, much younger younger ages for sure. And yeah. I, think I'm, I think you've hit a really good um, point there. I think a lot of the reasons why, um, because this day and age, it's, it is amazing. On the other hand, 
while there's still a lot of um, parents and kids eating, um, you know, not that whole food diet that we'd love them to be eating, um, mm. we're probably at a time when there's there's even more information available about what a healthy diet could look like. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, isn't it? Even the explosion of stuff around gut health. So as much as there's all this new information out, or it's been around for a long time, us naturopaths have been talking about gut health for such a long time, but... You know, everybody is so much more educated about gut health and taking probiotics. But I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think pace of life uh-huh. is the biggest deterrent as to why parents don't have the time or can't make the time to actually prepare food from scratch. Mm, I totally agree with that. And it is hard to do it. Being a mum myself of a 24-year-old and I'm a stepmom to a 14 and a 17-year-old, I know how busy life can get, but... What I try and do is stay pretty organized. So like on a Sunday, I'll get all my stuff organized for the week and try and do a bit of batch cooking. And I find that that helps me a lot. We might... I don't cook everything from scratch either, but I try and choose more healthy options, more kind of real food if I'm going to the supermarket. Well, look, we might get on to some of your tips actually for how to, how to, like some tips for parents particularly, but any age of us really, like of how, mm. how you go, go about getting organized for that. So we're talking about, um, you know, why our kids' health particularly is not what it used to be. Um, and you brought up the mention of additives and preservatives and, you know, things like conditions like obesity and asthma have doubled in this last period of time, anxiety. So there is a lot going on. So feeding our kids, what are, what are some of your suggestions, Lee? Um I think, as I was saying before, getting organized is good if you can. And um, when I, whenever I cook, if I'm doing a main meal, I'll cook double, and that will really help to go on and be renewable for other meals as well as I go along. And I usually actually do things on a Sunday and then um, freeze a lot of my dishes, say, for example, if I'm doing a bolognese, and then we just kind of eat from the freezer through the week so it's easier. And I do try and, you know, chop up my veggies and have everything ready. So, for example... Getting it all ready so you can make a pesto or a guacamole for kids. Um, they really like that. I've, I actually just got a spiralizer, so that's really fun. I use it to spiralize different kind of veggies and make a salad, and they love that. Look at you the making other, food fun. <laughs> the <laughs> other, the other things that I do, uh, if I'm doing eggs, I'll just cook, I'll just put a whole lot of eggs in a muffin tray and I'll put them in the oven and you can do 12 at a time and then you've got like 12 boiled eggs you can use through the week as well. I do things like that. and um, But I think in terms of what to feed them for breakfast, lunch and sort of snacks and things like that, what I generally do is I'll make a granola on a Sunday and that kind of lasts us through the week. So just a healthy granola in the oven. I've got a recipe. It's really quick and simple on my blog. Um, and then we either do like a grainy bread or a sourdough toast in the morning with that bit of avocado to get some good fats into them we do like healthy cereals as well we try and stay away from like the ones with heaps of sugar in them yeah there's and then, plenty, but, plenty of those on the market isn't it the ones that have sugar as their highest ingredient or second highest ingredient yeah absolutely and then for lunch boxes what i try and do is i just try and make it really diverse and colorful so i just think eat the rainbow i try and have a bit of you know a nutritionally balanced lunch box with you know, all the kind of food groups if I can, um, you know, a bit of proteins and carbs in there, some veggies. I'll I'll do things like chopped up veggies and some hummus and I'll give them some. Um, I always do a fresh juice for the kids as well or do a smoothie and just have one of those little um, 
uh, bottles that you can put them in. You know the what's thermoses? Oh, yeah. They're so really good. You'll send, send yeah. them off to school with a with a smoothie. That's a great idea. Of yeah. Some extra greens and some berries in or whatever during the day. Yeah, during the break. So I'll, I'll do that as well. And then I'll try and add some calcium-rich things. So I always do full-fat calcium stuff, so full-fat yeah. cheese, full-fat yogurt, because I think that's going to be better for them. And then obviously I try and put some protein, either a bit of meat or some eggs or some salmon or what have you, or tuna into there for those omega-3 fatty acids because I feel like that will really help them with concentration and mood as well. So they're the kind of things that I put into the lunchbox, yeah. Lee, it is a whole different way of doing things, isn't it, particularly when you talk about making a week's worth of food or or thereabouts there. But do you find when, for yourself, when you started to go down this road, it was just a completely, I know this sounds silly, but a complete foreign way of doing it. You had to sort of get your mind made up this is how we're doing it. We're not just going meal at a time. Yeah, it was. You kind of have to get your head around it. But if you do like a little meal prep sort of menu for the week, it does make food last longer and go further. And it's better on the wallet as well. So it's just thinking, you know, um, it is a lot more efficient for you, for the planet, for your wallet too. So it is a good thing. It's fantastic. Fantastic idea. And I would say that with a lot of my clients and Dana and I, do the Sunday prep day as well. We'll go over to the, our local farmers markets and get some fresh produce. Mind you, mm-hmm. I'm particularly good at um, washing up and cleaning up. <laughs> and um, unfortunately, I leave the cooking side of things to Dana. But we'll cook up a do exactly what you said. Cook up a couple of meals. Um, we'll have a think about what we're going to do for lunches and maybe cook a chicken or cook mm-hmm. some salmon. Is really nice, as you said. But I've, I've noticed um, quite a few of my mums doing. Exactly what you're talking about here, like you know the bento style boxes yeah. for their lunch yeah, box, absolutely. where there's yeah. the little section, so you can put your carrot sticks in one, you could put a, a boiled egg in another, you could put some hummus or guacamole in another. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, and I think kids, maybe too, if we get our kids more involved in making some choices, what do you want in your lunch box as well? Um, mm. And as you said, those spiralizers, they're a lot of fun for the kids to be helping to make up. Have you had those, Mark? Oh, I'm very familiar Zucchini with them. noodles? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, they're very, pretty good. Thank you so much for your great suggestions. If people want to know or want to learn a bit more about you or want to get some of these recipe ideas, where's a good place for people to look up your details? Um, they can go on to online, superchargedfood.com. And I'm also on Instagram, Lee, L-E-E, and then Supercharged with a D, and Facebook, um, Supercharged Food as well. That's fantastic. Thank you so much for that. I'm sure a lot of people will be getting on there and checking out some of your amazing recipes, which we use very frequently, I must say. Now, just to finish up a little bit, just so our listeners can get a little, learn a little bit more about you, what are, what are some of your food rules for starters? I think for me, it's just all about, I try not to have any rules, and it's just about simplicity and bringing it back to basics. So when I think about that, I just think about eating the rainbow, lots of diversity, especially for gut health. Don't be too prescriptive about it, and I really think that food is here to be enjoyed. So, yeah, no rules. No, I love that. I love that. <laughs> and the the idea of... um. You know, eating the rainbow, I think that's a great concept. But I particularly loved your idea about um, with kids getting them onto fresh juices every day because that's a great way of sneaking all sorts of, as you talk about, supercharged sort of goodies into a drink that they also love that you know they're getting some really good nutrition. Yeah, absolutely. Now, just to finish up, we've got our fast five questions. Are you ready? 
Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? You got the clock ready, Mark? No clock. We just it's just five. Don't can put you the tick? pressure on. Can you go tick? I'm tick. not ticking. That's no, not going to happen. Tick? All right, you just ask your questions. Pete. All right, here we go. Your favourite exercise? Walking. Your favourite vegetable? Cauliflower. Favourite splurge? Mm, potato chips, sea salt. <laughs> Mine even too. With, even with a flavour, that's pretty good. <laughs> um, favourite health supplement? Uh, my Love Your Gut powder, of course. Beautiful. And one thing you can't live without? I would have to say my puppy, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> now, I hope your husband's not listening to this, is he? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> He's way down the list at number two. <laughs> well, actually, that's the same in my family. I'm, after, I'm, I'm probably fourth or fifth <laughs> after the two dogs. Um, and, Lee, just to finish up, what's your number one health tip? If you could only do one thing, or what do you think um, for you makes the biggest difference? I think for me the biggest difference is having a smoothie in the morning um, it's easy to digest, it's nutritious, you can put anything you want into it and it's just, it fills you up. So definitely starting the day with a smoothie. Well, I think that's fantastic advice again because you can really supercharge that smoothie and be real consistent with taking you know, a wide range of really good nutritional additions. Lee, mm. thank you so much. That has just been fantastic today. I think um, the tips on getting organised, Sunday meal prep, um, cooking foods in advance, cooking two meals at a time. I think particularly when we've talked about how a lot of people do are time poor these days, I think they're really invaluable. So thank you so much, and um, hopefully we'll catch up with you again soon. Yeah, my absolute pleasure, and I'm looking forward to coming up to Newcastle on the 10th of March to do a talk about supercharging your kids' diet. Oh, fantastic. With Mullen Health. Fantastic. Look forward to seeing you then. Thank you very much, Lee Holmes. And Peter Mullen, that's uh, your work done for today as well. Don't have to put the headphones away. We say hooray here. We're not rude. Hooray. That's health and wellbeing. Peter's back next week. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, wellbeing, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com.